and welcome back to Sisterly Advice, where we discuss topics that girls face today with scripture from the Bible along with our own personal experiences. I'm Grace. And I'm Katie. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about social media. Yep. But first, we're going to start off with our odd fact. Yes. So, me and Katie are huge Twilight fans, so there's nothing better than to start off with a Twilight odd fact. All of the silence in the Twilight movies adds up to a total of 26 minutes. That's it's, not surprising. Yeah. Not like, at all. It's like it's a lot of time, but then if you've seen Twilight, you know that's really yeah, not surprising. Yeah, if you know, you know. So before we get into the topic of social media, we just want to tell you that Grace has social media and yes. I don't. We're going to be able to get sides of both of that. Mm-hmm. And there's three main points we want to cover which consists of social media, good or bad, handling social media, and then Grace's tips, mine, for dealing with social media too. So let's start off with the first point. Social media, good or bad? And we've come to the conclusion that social media isn't necessarily bad and it's not necessarily good. Mm-hmm. So we're going to kind of like explain that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but social media is good for communication and expression and lifting people up. Yes. So we have a Bible verse that relates to why those things are such great things. And that is Hebrews 10, 24 through 25. It states, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more, as you see the day drawing near. It says, let us consider how to stir up one another for um, to love and good works. Mm-hmm. So, stir up one another. Think about that. You use social media, and it's telling you right here, hype them up. Yeah. Lift them up. Yeah, Don't stir hate. Stir up. Bring forward. Push Don't it hate. forward. Yeah. Like Katie said, like, a great word for, like, stir up that kind of relates to our modern language is, like, <laughs> hype them up. Like, I love how you refer to it as modern language. Our slang. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Instagram. I feel like Instagram is going to be, like, our most referenced yeah, for sure. um, social media platform. But this goes for anything, any other platform, too. Don't hate. And if you see someone post a picture of, like, them in a with their friends or maybe they're mm-hmm. on a vacation or they taking just a mirror yeah. picture or something like that just to say it looks great looks like yeah. you're having fun compliment love the photo them. compliment like, yeah yeah I like, like that compliment. stir that is a like way of stirring up someone to love because like if you do that then maybe they'll be like "Ooh, i should do that too that's more normal and they'll f- they'll feel more led to also give compliments on social Mm, media. That's actually very true. Yeah. Yeah. And then stirring one another up for good works, because it doesn't just say love, it also says good works. A way to stir up another person for good works is possibly use social media as a place to spread awareness for great maybe organizations or other, like, other things and post about, like, hey, let, I encourage you guys to get involved in this organization or to volunteer with this group 
you know, and invite people. If you are like a mm-hmm. volunteer for something, invite people to do that with you. Get them excited about it. Maybe post pictures of you doing something fun and make volunteering look fun. It'll stir up others. It'll make them feel like they also want to do that. That helping others and doing good works can be fun. So that's a great way to use social media to stir up others for that's good works and for love. Really great example. Like I really really like that. So like promote the organizations on social media that will promote good works. It's mm-hmm. a great way to get things out there. And then it says, um, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, yes. but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day drawing near. So let's focus in on the part where it says not neglecting to meet together. Let's be real. Some of our friends don't live close. Like I have, one of, one of my closest friends I've had since like third or fourth grade, she moved to Australia and she moved to Texas. We don't get to see each other that often, but she's a great friend and I don't want to lose that friendship. I still want to have fellowship with her, um, with her being another Christian. And social media is a great way for us to stay in co- contact, ask each other how our relationship with Christ is going, and to see what we're into because we can't always meet together. But social media is a great way to stay connected. The Bible says you're stronger when there's more than one of you. Mm-hmm. And social media can help us do that, come together. And that flows into how Katie said social media can be good for our communication because we can use direct messages. We can even communicate how we feel God is interacting through our lives with our posts. Because mm-hmm. communication doesn't always mean like talking. And it can, and that's great too. But communication can also be communicating what God has done in your life. How you see God working. What prayer requests you need. Or what praises you have. There's so many things you can communicate and we're not saying that you need social media to, like, you can't lift each other up or you can't talk with your friends mm-hmm. that are 12 hours away because you don't have social media. Of That's course. not the case. I have friends that I'm not next door to that I'm still able to talk to even though I don't have social media, number one. Texting. I mean, if you are able to text your friends, text them. You can keep in touch that yeah. way. Or FaceTime. Or too. FaceTime or calling. But then also with good works. You don't need social media as an excuse to comment on this person's dress because I don't have social media and I yeah. can't tell that it looked good. To just if you're at Target and you're in the line, you see someone in uh, that has like really, these really cute shoes. Comment mm-hmm. on their shoes. I do it all the time. Mm-hmm. People love it. <laughs> yes. And we also want to say that social media talking on social media does not make up for face to face conversation. One thing with online is you cannot read the tone. We are a very sarcastic generation. Those emojis only go so far. Yeah, exactly. And, like, Katie knows me. I'm very sarcastic. And so is Katie. Like, we both have this very sarcastic sense of humor. Mm -hmm. And if I were to text with my normal sense of humor, people would think I was mean. Or, like, they wouldn't understand it. I know. I kind of had to hold back on my sarcasm when I'm texting my friends. Because it could be taken across the wrong mm -hmm. way. You just have to be careful we're like, when I'm with somebody, I can read their body language and know what their tone is. So social media is great for communication, but it does not necessarily make up um, mm-hmm. in-person communication. Yeah. Too. And then ex- social media is really, really good 
for expression. Yes. If you've seen those TikToks, I feel like TikTok most relates to this personally mm-hmm. from yeah. what I've seen. Um, I've seen so many art TikToks and dance TikToks and people that are singing and they're mm-hmm. able to, through TikTok, they're able to share their talent yeah. to other people and it's a really great way to express themselves. It really is. And for me, I have an Instagram where I like post a lot of the paintings and the drawings and other artwork that I do. She's so good at painting, guys. <laughs> it's, a, it's crazy. She's really good. Thank you. Yeah, it's just a great way to put yourself out there. Yeah, expression is yeah, a really great way. Social media can really be used for such great things like that. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, probably the biggest thing that social media can be great for and is most of the time used for the exact opposite <laughs> is lifting others up. And just a little bit from more from Hebrews Hebrews 10.25, it says, but encouraging one another. It straight up says to encourage. You can post sweet comments and say like, oh, you're so pretty, or I love that outfit, or you look gorgeous, or you're a total model on anybody's post. Like you don't, they don't have to be your best friend. Like you just know them from school. Everyone that I know tends to still post sweet comments, and I love that about the people I know. Most mm-hmm. people that I do know are really nice on social media. Not everyone uses it for bad. And just so you know, my favorite emoji when lifting others up on social media in the comment section is the star eyes emoji. It's perfect. It is my go-to. But um, even though it can be used for these great things, it can also be used in very negative ways too. Hate comments. Oh, yeah. Oh, goodness. Have you ever heard the phrase, if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all? Yes, it still applies. Apply that to social media, please. And let's rephrase that so it, like, pertains to social media. If you don't have anything nice to type, don't type it at all. Mm -hmm. Same with... There you go. if If you don't want to say it out of your mouth, don't let your thumbs type it in. The bad things about social media do go further yeah. than hate comments. Um, it also goes into language, mm-hmm. which can be... Inappropriate you. comments, inappropriate photos, inappropriate... Yes. Dance moves. Yeah, you can't, you can't control what you see, which that rolls into why I can't have social media. I got my phone, my first phone in sixth grade and the first thing my parents said was that you're not allowed to have social media at first i was really really upset and i'm like that's like the reason that's like the only good thing that comes out of having a phone being able to have social media and then post your stuff on there because again it's good for communication expression and lifting people up but and not until like a year ago ish i came to terms with it and now i'm actually happy and glad mm-hmm. that i never had social media first of all my personality i wouldn't even want to in the first place But then a second reason is I asked my parents why they didn't allow me to have social media in the first place. And the main reason my mom said was because it would not add value to your life right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, like we said, social media is good for communication. And right now in my life, I don't need social media for communication. If I need to know anything through social media, I'm able to get to that through my mom or maybe... Grace was able to get that information mm-hmm. and she's able to text it to me. But if I'm older and I have a job that I need Facebook for, I'd be able to download Facebook and use that for my work. But right now in my life as a teenage girl, mm-hmm. I don't need it and it won't add value yes. to my life. If anything, it'll bring me down. And that's not what my parents want for me right now. So 
I was able to come to terms with that and I understand where they're coming from and now I'm fine with not having social media. So if you're struggling with like, why won't my parents let me have social media too? Mm -hmm. Just think about that. It might not be what, maybe they don't have the same reasons for not allowing you to have social media as my parents do, but thinking about this in general, like it won't Mm -hmm. add value for your life, even if you want to fit in. And that also goes into... Don't make fun of your friends that don't have social media because there can be bad things about social media. And if you believe that social media is wrong, don't make fun of your friends that do have social media either. So understand their reasoning. And then another reason why my parents don't let me have social media is I couldn't control what pops up. Mm -hmm. If I was just scrolling through TikTok, because I feel like TikTok doesn't really have a filter. Yeah, TikTok's the hardest to control. Yeah, so I could just be scrolling and scrolling looking at uh, art TikToks. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I hear someone lip singing to a song with bad words. Mm-hmm. Uh, or WAP comes up and everybody's like twerking and stuff. <laughs> or that, or that. Yeah. That could come up and I couldn't control what I see. And that's another reason why they won't let me have it. And I'm like, okay, you know, I've come to terms with it now. Yeah. So yeah, again, I was not saying mm-hmm. that it's bad. Like I'm not going through all this ranting about why my parents let me, let me have social media because it's bad. And terrible, because it's not. We already just talked about some of the good reasons for having social media. But just if you're not allowed to have it, try and, you know, just telling you. There's good reasons for why you might not be allowed to. There's, yeah, there are also good reasons for not having it. But, um, And as Katie said, we can't control necessarily what comes up on our social media. But we can control how we handle social media, which is our second point in this is how to handle social media properly. Handling social media, what does that start with? And as me and Katie were discussing this, we were thinking, everything starts with your intentions. Mm-hmm. Everything. So if you want to handle social media correctly, have the right intentions, because you don't have the right intentions, everything goes downhill from there. And the verse that relates the most to this from the Bible is 1 Corinthians ten thirty one, which says, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. So posting on social media and stuff falls into the whatever you do category in that verse. (laughs) And do it all for the glory of God is what you're posting, is what you're commenting, is what you're captioning, the people you're following. Is it for the glory of God? Does it glorify God? Because God knows our hearts and that's not to scare you, but... Maybe a little bit. <laughs> maybe a little bit. Maybe a little, maybe a little bit. Like, and it's kind of like a scary idea, but he's a very loving and merciful God, too. God knows who I'm following. Does that glorify God, or would that make him sad to see that? God knows what I just posted. Did I just make God... When God sees that, is God disappointed in me? Is he sad? Mm-hmm. Or is he like, yes, that's my child. That's my follower. Oh, look, I'm so proud of her. Mm-hmm. I want to make God be cheered in heaven like, woohoo! I'm so proud of her. She's awesome. I don't want to make God cry. <laughs> <laughs> Going further into the right intentions, also, social media is constantly used, and mostly by girls, for attention and validation mm-hmm. and we try to make to, to post on social media to get the validation um to cover for our insecurities the bible really speaks to the idea of insecurities and where our value comes from 
Katie, would you like to share more on that? Yes. So, again, having the right intentions, you might have the intention to post a photo because you want other people to tell you that you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to tell you a little something. Yes. Is that you are beautiful. You are beautiful and that you do not need to post a photo on social media to get that validation from someone else. So, if anything, the validation that you get from your best friend will mean more to you than a stranger. Yes. Because they know you. Today, I was reading something for a homework assignment and typically it's like, ugh, I have to do this for homework. But it really stuck out to me and it was talking about where does my value come from? And... If you think about a painting, it doesn't always matter how great the painting actually is or how bad it actually is. It doesn't matter if it's an exact beautiful replica of another beautiful painting. The value is found in the painter. A replica of one of Leonardo da Vinci's paintings is not going to matter that much and not going to be worth millions of dollars and not going to go into some prestigious art museum as the original painting by... Leonardo da Vinci, for example, or any any other famous artist, any of their paintings, the value was based on the creator, not the looks of the actual painting. And our creator is God. So our value is based on our creator. We're like the painting. Our value doesn't come from how we look on the outside necessarily, although it might be beautiful. Our value is our creator. That's what makes us worth something. We're priceless. We're like a priceless painting because of who our creator is. And I never realized that till today. That never hit me till today as I was reading about it. And it's coming up in this lesson. And I just feel like God had to let everybody know that, that our value is in him. Our value is in the person that made us. The God who created the heavens and the earth made you. And doesn't that make you valuable? Doesn't that make you feel like you have such great self-worth? If you could see my face right now, when Grace was talking about the artist, and then the the value comes from the painter, and I'm like, oh, she's going to go there. She better go there. And then she says it, and I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> she went there. And the Bible so talks um, about how we are, how we're made, is so priceless. For example... Psalm 139, 14 says, I praise you and you as God. I praise God for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. The way I'm made is fearfully and wonderfully. And then the next is Song of Solomon 4, 7. And it says, you are altogether beautiful, my darling. There is no flaw in you. And other versions of that say, beautiful in every way. Altogether beautiful. When God sees you, he sees someone that's altogether beautiful. He sees someone that doesn't have flaw because he created you perfectly. God doesn't make mistakes. He created the heavens and the earth and that sunset, those mountains that you look at and think are gorgeous, that ocean that you're like that's beautiful, doesn't even compare to you. God created that, that's so beautiful, but he created you too and you're just as beautiful as all those masterpieces. And as I was reading what I read today, that also came up a quote from somebody, and I can't quote it exactly, but it was like, we look at the mountains and think they're so majestic. We look at the ocean and we marvel over it. And we look at the stars and gaze with such admiration at them. 
But then it comes to ourselves, and we completely overlook ourselves. Mm-hmm. But you're just as beautiful as all those amazing other things that you are in all of because of God. But you should be in all of your own beauty and all of your own self-worth mm-hmm. because of God. And so your validation, the validation for who you are, your value does not come from what others say on social media yeah. for what the comments are. Your value comes from the one who created mm-hmm. you. Yeah, so next time you feel like you need to post this specific photo to get likes from a bunch of people, go back to this little... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just come back to this episode. Just listen to it again. If you need to listen to it every day to hype you up and yes. tell and, like, blah, confirm... Mm-hmm. I guess that you are beautiful and that you're worthy and wonderful and valuable. Here we go. Beautiful synonyms. You are attractive and pretty and handsome and good looking and nice looking and pleasing, alluring, prepossessing. I've never heard that one before. <laughs> and as pretty as a picture. There we go. Okay, one more. Lovely, charming, delightful, appealing, engaging, winsome. Never heard that one before either. There you go. So again, we're not telling you, you can't post a photo of yourself. It's just having the right intentions, yes, not posting it because exactly. you want validation from someone else, but just because, you know, you just mm-hmm. want to post it. And don't use social media to get attention from someone else either. Like, don't necessarily post a certain way just because you want to post the same way that the popular girls do and be just like them. You don't need to do it to get attention. Or if you're posting because you want a guy to look at you and be like, oh, I'm noticing her now. Or if you're like, Oh, I want someone to be more supportive and I'll make them feel bad for me by posting this. Don't do that either. That draws attention to yourself. And that's where you need to look for... Negatively. Yeah, negative negative attention. It's okay to have, like, positive attention. But be careful with what you're posting on social media. Because if you're posting pictures that show maybe a lot of cleavage, show a lot of your belly, show your booty cheeks, any of that stuff, (laughs) you could be causing... A brother in Christ to lust. A lot of guys are on social media and will go onto your Instagram and will see those pictures that show a little bit more skin. And Not that they won't possibly start lusting if you're completely covered either, but it will be more tempting for them to lust and look at you in a sexually attractive way when you are showing more skin. And lust is a sin. So... If we cause our brother in Christ to us, we're causing our brother to sin. And Romans 14, 13 says, decide never to put a stumbling block or hindrance in the way of a brother. Never. Decide that now. Decide I'm never going to try to, I'm never going to do something that might cause anyone to sin or to lust. Because sometimes by posting pictures that are very revealing It's like putting a stumbling block in the way Mm -hmm. of my brother in Christ who's really trying to follow Jesus with all his heart. Yes, guys should have self-control, but we also need to do our part too. So just be careful with your pictures on social media. And that also kind of plays in not just what you're wearing, but the position you're in. Yeah, yeah, You could be wearing a completely modest top, but you lean forward in the picture and the top comes down and shows a lot of your chest. Overall, the whole point is just... How are you handling social media? Are you handling Mm -hmm. it correctly? And with handling it, do you have the right intentions? Because everything starts with your intentions. Mm -hmm. And now, for our last and final point, let's get into 
my tips for handling social media. <laughs> and I love it. Oh, wait, here we go. Oh, there you go. Grace's tips. We also have... Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I can't control myself. There are a few things that I learned from social media that no one really told me about. I mean, I wish someone would have told me. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you right now as kind of like your big sister on how to work social media a little better and the things people don't tell you with it. None of the cliches, none of that, the real stuff that's actually going to happen and no one tells you about. So first, we got guys signing into your DMs. Those are your direct messages on Instagram. They just want to tell you you're hot so they can get inappropriate pictures. You're worth more than that, girls. That's, no, you're just worth more than that. Block them. Just block them. That's the best thing to do. And if Mm -hmm. you feel led to, tell a trusted adult. But don't give in to the pressure. Just block them. If you don't know them really well, don't even try. Just block them. But it's different when a guy says you're pretty when you're You're in school school and you're pretty when you're online and you have no idea who the guy is and it's probably a Mm 50-year-old man. I know. Yeah, so so if you're at school, like, we always say that in, like, in person with anyone that would come up to you in person that's, you know, where it's appropriate, we always say it's flattering. Mm -hmm. If you don't like them back, even if you don't like them back, you know, it's always flattering. Yes, it is. But... In this situation, through the DMs, it's not flattering. Yes. Again, what Gracie said. It's Grace only just seen said, a girl block for them. her body. Mm-hmm. And just block them. That's the best way to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Next point. Posting schedule, posting times, frequency of posting, however you want to word it. Typically, everyone does this. Like, everyone does it. I did this. Everyone who gets social media, the first couple of weeks, they post a bajillion times. They post, like, three, five times a day you know, multiple times throughout the week. I did that too. I was like, oh, I'm going to post this and this and this and this and this. And honestly, when you keep coming up on a person's feed, it gets like really annoying. And like, it kind of sucks that there's that much pressure on social media, but there just is. So maybe I suggest only posting once a week or less. You can post a little more, a little less, whatever. But once a week is a good balance of posting on social media because you don't want to annoy people with your post. And like I said, that seems like a lot of pressure, but no one tells you, you just learned it all on your own, that you're apparently not supposed to post a bajillion times a day. I'm just telling you now, I suggest posting about once a week, maybe twice a week, maybe once a month. You know, maybe you're that person that's only on social media to see other people's and you don't post at all, whatever. And one thing that's great is on Instagram, you can put multiple pictures in a post. So, like, if you have many pictures you want to post, you can post them all together. And that's totally fine. That's great. And a lot of people do post different kinds of things on social media. There's different types of people on social media. And Mm -hmm. I found they mostly fit into three categories. Mm -hmm. I define these three types of people as the silly pics, the aesthetic, and the memories. So, going back to silly pics, these are mostly people that, like, post just really funny selfies. And they're kind of those class clown kind of people. Chillax, don't care what you think of them. Or they post memes. Then there's also the aesthetic. And 
those are people that post pretty photos or like photos mostly of themselves. A lot of them, what they'll do is they'll kind of use the same filter on all of their photos so that when you go onto their profile, when you look at their posts, they're all kind of like in the same, they're kind of all the same color range and it's just very pleasing to the eye and it's really pretty. And these people add a lot of pressure to themselves. So it's not for everyone, but it can also be really fun if you're into like editing photos and aesthetics and you like mm -hmm. certain colors. It can be fun too. And I'm right now like having more aesthetic posts on my Instagram. That's kind of my type. And then there's the memories person and that's pictures from events. So when you go to like, you know, a fun competition or a fun sleepover or, you know, youth group, anything fun that you do and you take pictures there, a lot of people post that. That's probably the majority of people post mm -hmm. memories. So if you just want to easily fit in, posting your memories is a great way to, but either three of those categories are a great way to go when going into social media. Then of course, there are accounts for like expressing yourself, like art accounts and dance accounts and fashion and all other things too. But those are the three main categories, silly pics, aesthetic, memories. Katie asked me one last question about things is with photo editing. And how did you word that question you asked me, Katie? Oh, yeah. Um, I said, if I edit a photo a certain way, how do I know, like, what's a good photo edit yeah. that's good where people won't comment, fake, and, mm -hmm. but, like, I still, you know, was able to, like, yeah. cover the little acne spot or something like that. Personally, I love to edit my photos. I think it's fun, and I feel like a lot of people do edit their photos, but the one thing that came to mind on whether people are going to think you're fake when editing your photos is this. People will only think you're fake on social media if you're fake in person. But if you're genuine and real and um, down to earth in person, at school, at youth group, whatever, they're going to know that on social media you're not necessarily fake. They will take your personality and pair that with your social media. Mm -hmm. So... If you're fake in person, they're going to think you're fake on social media. But if you're not fake in person, you don't really have to worry so much how your social media looks. So those are all my tips for navigating social media that no one really told me about and I had to learn on my own or that Katie wanted to know before she got social media. Yeah, so that's social Feel media. Good. But of course, we have to end with an odd fact mm -hmm. too. Okay. So what's that, Katie? Yes, okay. Our closing odd fact is... Guys are the first to wear heels. <laughs> so, like, back then, I'm thinking, like, ancient Rome? I don't know. Yeah, yeah so those. essentially, like, back in the 15th century Persia era, whatever, the guys would wear the heels because they better fit into, like, the little side things on a saddle where your feet go into. But then, like, the girls started wearing them and the guys were like, no, we can't wear these anymore. We're going to look stupid. So then the heels became a girl mm -hmm. thing. But, you know, guys, you were the first ones to wear heels. That was a totally nerdy history lesson. <laughs> yeah, guys, we're kind of, yeah, we're kind of nerdy in that way. If you do want to just get to know me better, you can follow my social media, which is blossoming underscore grace seven on Instagram. So. Yes, and we do have an email address. Yes. That is 
sisterlyadvice2020 at gmail.com. We want you guys to use this email to send in, um, number one, stories Mm -hmm. that you guys have. Maybe you are going through something and you really need advice on it, and we will advise you. If you want to remain anonymous and we don't want us to say your name, just don't put your name in or say that... I want to remain anonymous. Yeah. And we won't say your name. And we will not use last names. Yeah, we won't use last names either. If you just, yeah, we'll just say your first name if you put your name in. Um, Also, use this for topic suggestions. Mm -hmm. So, if you want us to talk more, maybe more on a certain topic, you can use the email to send us those. And, like, with the topics, if you have questions about certain things, we might be able to answer your questions Mm -hmm. in one of the episodes, too. Oh, oh, And we just really want to be there for you. Yeah. And then, also, lastly, this is kind of fun, any funny stories, Mm -hmm. because we will gladly take in a few funny stories to maybe, like close an episode mm-hmm. maybe it was really yeah. heartfelt and stuff we just need something to lighten it up or yes to course. begin open it with so we'll so, yeah. also take funny stories and once again that email is sisterlyadvice2020 at gmail.com and it will be in the description below just scroll down yes. thanks for listening guys i'll see you in two weeks bye bye